This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our So Thursday night, we had our listening session with the bishop. On Thursday night, I also discovered I was triple booked at the same time as the listening session with the bishop. I had an appointment, a board meeting, and the meeting with the bishop. I don't know how that happened, but I kind of squeezed everything into making it work. I arrived at St. John the Baptist a few minutes late. Sister had already begun her very lengthy introduction. But when I got to the parking lot, I saw tons of cars. I thought, wow, this is going to be amazing. And in fact, I think there were about 130, 150 people there. It was a really good turnout. That's the best I can say about the evening. It was not a good experience. You see, there, were, um, there was a contingent of people that came from Mary, Mother of God Church in, what's it called? Warner, New York. These are people who are no longer Catholic, who are in an, uh, another schismatic church, who have left the church under Archbishop Lefebvre, because they want a Tridentine liturgy, but it's not just about the liturgy, because the Catholic Church celebrates a Tridentine liturgy. I was sitting next to Adam Eichelberger, our evangelization director, and he said, do you see those guys? I said, yeah, you couldn't help but notice, because they were, it was rows of these young men looking very stern, very unhappy. What was unique about them was they were all wearing their masks on their chins. So their face and nose were uncovered. It was like, make me take my ma- put my mask on, you know? This kind of angry look. And I thought, okay, we advertise this listening session as an opportunity for everyone to speak and to be heard. And we don't do that just the people that agree with us, right? It's got to be for everyone. And so they are welcome. Non-Catholics were welcome to this thing. But they kind of dominated the speaking. Now, i got to say, I wish more of our parishioners would have spoken up, but most said, well, we were here for active listening. Well, the bishop was the one who was doing the active listening. We were supposed to be doing the talking. That's another issue. Perhaps we've been taught too much to listen and not speak in church. Now, at the end, I didn't know what to think because many of the speakers from this group spoke from the heart and spoke about their pain and their struggle with the church. And what they said made me very uncomfortable. And so later on, I went home and I, I, I thought to myself, okay, I've got two choices. I'm either going to take a really nice hot bubble bath or I'm going to take an entire bottle of scotch. 
So I went for the bubble bath. And I sat there and I thought, what is it that makes me so uncomfortable? Because, you know, prophets who speak the truth are not always accepted, right? So over here in our church, on the tops of the pillars, the, the first set, you've got the nameplates, and above, above them you have the different prophets. So right here is Jeremiah, over here is Isaiah, the, the, some of the biggest, Ezekiel. And they weren't always accepted because they spoke the truth. Even when it was inconvenient, it made people uncomfortable and often led to their persecution. But what did the prophets preach in God's name? Most of the time, it was a message where God was asking his people to broaden their hearts, to be more loving more accepting, to think bigger than their small-minded view of what God was about. Most of the time, it was telling the people that God did not want any more bloody sacrifices, rituals, big shows, but rather God wanted their hearts God wanted their love. God wanted their lives to be dedicated to him. And that was really uncomfortable because it's easier to put on a show. It's easier to have nice things and make sacrifice and kill goats and whatever. I don't have to change. I don't have to do anything different. I just can stay the same. As long as I perform the ritual, nothing else changes. God's happy. I'm happy. We're good. And that's not what God wants of us. He wants us to change from the inside out. And so many of our prophets that are here lining these columns did that over and over again. And today in the gospel, we see Jesus who tells people the lame will walk, the blind will see, the sick will be cured. He's telling them, he's giving them a vision that is so bright and so beautiful. And he says, and this begins in me, even though you may find it difficult. And he, compar he compares himself to the prophets. And he reminds them that the prophets dealt not just with the people of Israel, but with strangers too. God's plan includes strangers and they were like, what are you talking about? How dare you compare yourself to a prophet? How dare you challenge our view of the world that includes more than just us? We are a closed group. We are a privileged club. It's about us and our God, and that's it. Nobody else is involved. And they got angry, and they wanted to kill Jesus. And they did. So when I reflected on that, I realized... How do we know when someone is speaking a truth to us that makes us uncomfortable, whether it is from God or not from God? Some of the speakers on Thursday night were challenging, but I felt they were challenging me and us to a version of God that is oppressive, a God that wants us to crawl 
A God that wants us in pain to suffer. A God that wants us to grovel for his love. I heard nothing of justice, of mercy, of compassion, of inclusion of people. I know that when God speaks in my heart, it's usually telling me not that I'm not hard enough, but that I'm not kind enough, merciful enough, open enough. And I think as we as a community of faith go forward and as a church try to work with Pope Francis to look at, okay, what is God calling us as a future and as a church on the north side, but in Syracuse in the world, what vision of the church do we want? Or better yet, what vision of the church do we think God is calling us to? We need to be attentive to what we hear. Is it calling me to be more loving? Is this vision calling me to be more generous? Is it calling me to be more forgiving? Is it calling me to be more Catholic, inclusive of others? So I pray for our church, but I also pray that each one of us will stay focused on God's call. Yes, be open to voices that challenge but don't be fooled by wolves in sheep's clothing. Stay attentive to that voice of Christ. You cannot be misled by that voice. Follow the one who calls you to be better than you are, bigger than you are. The one who calls you to be more gracious than you are. In that voice, you can always trust. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Hi friends, it's Adam from Assumption Church. If you like our weekly podcast, I want to invite you to check out Assumption Today, our daily podcast with Friar Robert, that's based on the readings and the feasts and celebrations of the church. Episodes are never longer than three minutes, and it's a great way to start your day or to wind down in the evening. You can listen by going to anchor.fm slash assumption today, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also add it to your Alexa smart speaker by saying, Alexa, open assumption today.